let's just go from the start. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 ready. Three, two. Hello and welcome to another episode of Oaks Online. Episode 5 of Series 5. Series 5, 55. You know who else was 55 once? Uh, was it Stephen Morton? Stephen Morton, it was. And he actually had a t-shirt at that age that said 55 on it. Wow. It was really cool. Okay, guys, you've got, you're in for a treat. Today we've got some fantastic stuff coming up. Okay, now it's time for to Bible or not to Bible. Oh, I love this. I love this. My favourite part every week. So um, before we reveal this week's to Bible or not or not to Bible, then we're just going to go over last week's and reveal the answer. So. Let's watch the video of what last week's was. Praise to the Lord who cares after even the lost are found. Wow, okay. Okay, and the, the second verse. Blessed is the mother who, who, who have birthed you and nursed you. Okay, quite a tricky one. That. That's a hard one. They, no they both genuinely could be. So, uh, Jack, reveal. The correct answer was... Blessed is the mother who nursed you and birthed you. Wow. Yeah. That, I would have thought. Literally, that was probably the hardest one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's reveal this week's to Bible. Or not to Bible. <laughs> okay. One of the Bible verses, or not Bible verses, is, She roars at me, therefore I hate her. Okay. And the other one is, Nothing's ever going to bring me down, for I am the best around. That sounds like it could be like from a psalm or something like that. So. I actually have no that idea. Is, that is a tricky one again, guys. So um, best of luck with that. And yeah. let us know in the comments which one you think is a Bible or not a Bible verse. Are you generous? No. Do you want to be generous? Yeah. Well, that's, I've got the perfect Bible talk for you. Oh, yeah? It's me, you and Julia. And we're going to talk to you about generosity now. We are going to be watching yet another Bible project yes. video about generosity this time. Can't Exciting wait. stuff. So let's, let's cut it. to the video. Imagine your friend invites you to a party. You arrive and there's lots of people, decorations, food and drink. There's enough for everyone. When you're hosted by someone that generous, you don't have to worry about your needs. You can just enjoy yourself and focus on the people around you. Yeah, that's what a good host wants for her guests. And this is the picture of the world that we find in the Bible. Creation is an expression of God's generous love. He's the host and humans are his guests in a world of opportunity and abundance. And we're called to keep the party going, to spread his goodness. This is a beautiful picture, but it's not the way people experience the world. 
Rather, we find a world of scarcity and struggle, not abundance. And Jesus grew up in that kind of world. Under military occupation, people losing their land or families to debt and poverty. And yet, he would say things like this. Look at the birds. They don't store up food for themselves, yet they have enough. Or consider the wildflowers. They're beautiful and abundant, and they don't stress about their existence. And you all should live that way too. But surely Jesus knew that things don't always work out. I mean, sometimes there really isn't enough. And Jesus did experience poverty firsthand, but he viewed the world through the story of the Hebrew scriptures, which claimed that our scarcity problem isn't caused by a lack of resources. Rather, the problem is our mindset that God can't be trusted. Maybe God's holding out on me. Maybe there isn't enough, and maybe I need to take matters into my own hands. And once we're deceived into that mindset of scarcity, we can justify the impulse to take care of me and mine before anyone else. And that leads to envy and anger, violence, and a world where it seems like there's not enough. The party's over, it's turned into a battleground. But God wants humans to experience his generosity, and so he chooses one people, the family of Abraham, and he promises to give them the abundance that he wants for everybody else. God will provide what they need. All they have to do is trust his generosity. And through them, the whole world will see how generous the host really is. But that's not what happens. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, enter a land of abundance, and they promptly forget the host who gave it to them. They act like it's all theirs, and like there's not enough. And it leads to war and Israel's self-destruction. If I were the host of this party, I think I'd just give up. But God doesn't give up. What he does is surprising. He gives another gift. Another gift? Yeah, but this gift is different. What God gives is himself. All right, and Jesus, the host himself, comes to join in on the spoiled party. And notice, Jesus lives with the conviction that there is enough and that our generous host can be trusted. His mindset of abundance allowed him to live sacrificially and generously, even towards his enemies. And Jesus called his followers to trust in God's abundance like him. And that's why he said things like, sell your possessions and give to the poor, or don't worry about your life. He's inviting us to live by a different story, one that is built on trust in God's goodness and love. But living generously doesn't mean life is gonna go well. I mean, look at Jesus. He was betrayed by his friends and he suffered. And this was no surprise to Jesus. He knew that people would take advantage of his generosity. In fact, that was his plan. Really? Yeah, think about it. Jesus knows that we're all hopelessly deceived by this lie that there's not enough. Yeah, that lie needs to be defeated. And so that's what Jesus was doing when he gave us the gift of his life. Jesus' death was the ultimate expression of God's generous love. Yeah, God's love can turn death into life and scarcity back into abundance. Or as the Apostle Paul put it, you know the gift of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, that even though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And Jesus called his followers to live like the real party has begun. Yes, he called it the kingdom of God. And our invitation to this party is yet another gift, the personal presence of God's own spirit that can teach us how to trust the generosity of the host, just like Jesus did. Yeah, and when you believe there's enough, you start seeing opportunities for generosity everywhere. 
with our time and money, our attention. Yes, one of the most important ways that we can experience the abundance of God's new creation is sharing with others because of our trust that God is the generous host. Wow, what a lovely video. Absolutely loved. Well, mm -hmm. actually, in the video it said that birds don't store their foods, but actually squirrels do. <laughs> True. Yeah, they do. They Good do. point. They do do that. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Good stewarding, though, yeah. aren't they? That is what they do, yeah. They yeah. prepare for the winter. It's good yeah. to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Except when they dig my garden up. That's mm. a little bit. I hate angry. it when they dig your garden <laughs> up. So, <laughs> let's talk about generosity. Yeah. Generosity, Julia. Yes. Any thoughts? Oh. What is it? What have you taken away from that video? Um, the, the key thing in the video is that, you know, ultimately God is really generous because he's given us everything that we, we need. Uh, Jesus died for us, so we shouldn't be worrying about things. We should just trust in him. Mm -hmm. um, but we tend as humans to trust in our own things don't yeah. we and, and worry and plan and scheme yeah. that's the, that seems to be the general pattern for a lot of people and it's getting away from that and coming back to god and trusting him for everything that he's mm. going to provide yeah. I like that. yeah do you think you're a very generous person <laughs> i'd love to say yes but i know there are times when i'm not um I, my heart is to be generous but sometimes reality kicks in I think yeah. I, I can't so I, I get a bit anxious about yeah. stuff in terms of money certainly but generosity isn't just about money is it no. it's about giving your time yeah giving food. your food yeah giving your support support yeah, yeah. So it's it's all things <clears throat> mm -hmm. Julia do you think there could ever be a truly selfless act I think that's, a, I'm sure you, there can be, I'm sure, yes, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, let's question mm. <laughs> It's. I think that's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's really hard. I think there can be, Jesus was the ultimate giver of the selfless act when he died on the cross. And there have been people in history who have, I don't know, given their lives for other yeah. people. So it, it does happen. Yeah. Um, it's hard though, isn't it? It's yeah. hard. It's hard because we can't ask, you know, it's interesting about these people who uh, make, you know, like a physical sacrifice of their life. Hmm. You can never ask them, why did you do that? No, it's done. Exactly. The deed is done. So and we you, just think, gosh, that was amazing. But what if they were thinking before they die, if I die now, I'm going to be remembered <laughs> to be such a great guy. True. Woo. And then, but would they? Well, that's it. You can't ask them. I don't think they do. I think they're moved and, you know? at that time by actually... I can I can change mm. this if I I don't know yes. sacrifice definitely yeah um, so it's I think it's I'm I'm sure I'm sure there are people that are just really really good like that and able and generous in every way um, or are motivated at the moment I I have to do something about this and they will step yeah. in and fill that gap and it's an amazing thing um, yeah it's quite broad yeah mm. um, so Julia. Mm. Have you ever met, or do you know, of 
any unhappy, generous people? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of really generous people in Anna, and I think that they just have an intrinsic joy because they're carefree. They don't have that niggling worry about scarcity and when's my next meal going to yeah. come. And, um, I think there's often a lot of talk about people who are really, really, really wealthy and they're not happy. And a lot of people think that the answer is money. Um, and if I just earn some more money, then um, I think we generally know that's not that's yeah. not the answer, is it? You, you don't actually find your happiness in money. And it, and it again comes back to attitude. It's not about money. It's about your attitude to it and what that can do. Um, hmm. So I'm fairly sure that very generous people are quite happy yeah. all the time. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm. Is there a way to become more generous as a person? I think you have to practice at it. I think it's I think it's good if you've got people around you that are generous because you see from them and you learn from them so and, and mentor from them. So you watch other people and what they're like with their time, with you and with their money and with their homes perhaps, if they've got like an open yeah. door policy. So you can see people and if you admire that then you would tend to want to do the same. Um, so that's one thing. What else? You just flitted across my head and left. Just keep staring at me, boys, and I'll become gratitude. Yes. Yeah. Practice gratitude. Because gratitude's almost like the antidote to um, worry about scarcity yes. that you haven't got enough. So always be grateful for yeah. what you've got, yeah. even if it's just a tiny amount. Right. And I think if you practice it, the more you practice it, the more grateful and happy you become and less worried about those things that you don't have. Good. That's tip for the day. Thank you, Julia. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So how would you summarise what you've said and um, and what you what you took away from the video? In you know, a few three simple points. <laughs> three points. It's not too a big ask, is it? Okay. So it's about our attitudes to what we have mm. and to others. Yes. It's about gratitude. I'm practicing gratitude, being gratitude, grateful. Gratitude. 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 Then that's going to have to rhyme with these two. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> failed. Magnitude. Magnitude. That's good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess just aim, looking out for those people and admiring those people who are generous yeah. in whatever way, and thinking, how can I be more like that? Mm. And and, I, and maybe perhaps just thinking about what mm. what we're really like. What are those things in our lives? that stop us being generous? Yeah. Are there things in our lives, our homes, our attitudes that actually stop us being generous? And should they go? Yeah. Okay, we're going to read a... It was four points, a, a, <laughs> <laughs> was four points sorry. We're going to read a um, Bible verse now called The Widow's Offering. It can be found in Mark 12, verses 41 to 44. Okay, here you go, Jack. Okay. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins with only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more in the treasury than all the others. 
They all gave out their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything all that she had to live on. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess that shows that it's not about the uh, amount, the physical amount. Mm. It's more about um, the amount it means to you. Yeah, heart. Yeah, it's the heart, and the heart. intention, and mm. because it's it's kind of when we talked about it earlier about doing things sort of for show. Yeah. So you can appear to be generous, but you actually want an audience. You want people to think that you're yeah. a great guy because you're being generous, and that's actually God sees our heart. And he knows that that's not true. That's not good. Yeah. Um, so it's that, and I think that's what that story is pointing out that there are there are people that can afford to give whatever much more money. But actually, that widow, she gave everything that she had and probably went without in order to give that because it was her gift to God. Yeah. Thank you, cool. Julia. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Now, back to the studio. If you can't get enough of our lovely faces... Well, then you are in for a treat today because we've got a, a uh, an interview with Fran Firmer Fran from Firmer. us two again. Wow, yeah, um, all about alcohol, which is very pleasant. So, you keen viewers may have noticed the last episode we had John Firmer on the show. And this time we've got Fran Firmer on the show. Fran, to have you here, yeah, Fran. Absolutely. It is so good to have you on the show. Okay. And um, we're going to ask you uh, various questions. Um, but first and foremost, uh, it's important to uh, let you guys know that on the 19th of November, this coming Sunday, Fran is doing a talk on alcoholism. Is that is that right? It's not really alcoholism. It's alcohol in the Bible in the very widest yeah. sense. Mm. Okay, nice. So it's not yes uh, something very specific. It's quite wide. Broad, nice. Yeah. So, from why would you want to teach about this topic? Because uh, nobody ever does. Mm. So there's absolutely loads of references. The alcohol in the Bible, yeah. all sorts of things. A lot of them seem apparently contradictory. Yeah. So I was going to sort of work my way through some of that, and because uh, of my medical experience, took a bit of medical, bit of history, bit of history of the church. It's sort of quite wide. It's just looking at it as a subject. Yeah. But because it's equipping Sunday. The aim of it is that people would be better equipped to help anybody who's got problems with alcohol or help people who don't know what they should do, yeah. whether it's a good thing, is it a bad thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. So um, do you think that Christians should drink alcohol or not? Um, I, I don't think there's, there's not anything that says they shouldn't, but it might mean that not all Christians drink alcohol all of the time yeah but there's some but it's really just very specific occasions yeah. um and specific roles where alcohol is forbidden right mostly okay. it's a matter for personal choice nice and when you say yeah. these special occasions when do you think those special occasions are 
Well, the Bible sometimes talks about people fasting and giving, choosing to give up things, which can include alcohol. Yeah. So, um, but there's various times in the Bible <clears throat> when God does advise it, mm. but they're, they're for specific reasons. Yeah. Sometimes it's when people are particularly trying to get closer to God yeah. and they almost like need to get everything else in, out of their life in order to focus totally on that. Yeah. But um, so that's some of the occasions, but I'll go into that a bit more detail in the nice. talk. So, Fran, we've spoken a bit about alcohol. Do you have a personal favourite beverage, either mm. alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Well, the thing that I couldn't do without is my tea. Mm. So, Ooh, tea. yeah. Um, but I probably, it, my favourite alcohol beverage just varies a lot from time to time, but it's probably just half a lager. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What's your favourite beverage, Josh? My favourite beverage? That is a good question. I really like um, vanilla Coke. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Uh, I like cherry Coke. My cherry Coke is a good choice. So, Fran, do you have a favourite noise? A favourite noise? Yeah. yeah, like a sound. Um, I like the sound of the bird, the curlew, mm. singing. That's a lovely sound. Nice, nice. John, would you be able to yeah, play, what does it sound like? play that sound effect? I'm sure I can do one, yeah. 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 And if you can't, well, Burby's roaring yeah. that one up there. anyone want to do any yeah, impression? Yeah, can you do a good impression? Or is that... No, I'm yeah. not going to do an impression. Jack, can you do an impression? No, I've never heard one before, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um... Let's talk about Sunday school. Oh, I love okay. Sunday school. So, um, yeah. what actually made you want to do? Or before, just tell the viewer if they don't know what a bit about what Sunday school is. Yeah. Right. Well, Sunday school is the name originally for the uh, children's groups or activities that we do on a Sunday, um, sort of while any adult talks are going on during the meeting. But then during the pandemic, when everything went online, I wanted to do something to keep in touch with the uh, children who came along to Sunday school. So we started up with the different people who were the children's workers uh, doing like a mini children's, um, mini children's service, if you like, online. Um, and then we've just carried it on, really. So it eventually... Me and David started doing it because we enjoyed it and the other people who did it didn't enjoy doing it. Mm. And um, we've sort of gradually incorporated Saddleback Kids videos into it and we usually do some sort of a game, some sort of a song. Um, and then the idea then at the end of the pandemic, once we were all meeting again, was really that there was something out there that children who maybe were on the edge of church or sort of people from Restore or um, just anybody that wanted to watch it could watch it. So it sort of had, a, in the end, it turned into something that was a bit wider than yeah. what yeah. we did started with. Nice. Thank Fred you. And Waffles on Sunday school. Yes. Waffles. Yes. Yeah, Waffles favorite. is my dog. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And um, if you've not watched Sunday school, definitely go and watch it. Definitely watch it. Yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. Well, we've got one about uh, Zacchaeus this time which has just come out so awesome. yeah you can watch that that would be great definitely and um, obviously if you ever have any feedback about this show yes. or Sunday's call 
we'd love to hear it in the comments. So let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, next question. Frank, can you tell us a bit about you? What are some of your hobbies? Uh, right, my hobbies include, well, bird watching, as in the curl you, mm -hmm. uh, walking in Derbyshire, mm. and I like doing dance. I do Appalachian dance. Ooh, what, what, what does that involve? So that involves you wear tap shoes, and we're in a performance team. We go around folk festivals or other events. And uh, we perform the dance. John's in the band. Oh, cool! For the dance oh, team. Yes. So it's uh, it's a mixed team, uh, men and women, and it's sort of quite. It's very very lively. It's basically American folk dance, which is a mixture of um, sort of it, it got English, Irish, Scottish roots, and then a bit of Native American, yeah. a bit of African American influence. So yeah. it's a bit of a melting nice. pot. Nice. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned John. We were lucky enough to have him on our program last week and um we've met him before and he's uh he's always like eating funny stuff oh, he wants yeah. he ate he made us eat nettles <laughs> once yeah so uh, what's the funniest thing that john has ever made you eat well he hasn't really made me eat <laughs> that many weird things lucky you're lucky <laughs> um, yeah yeah if anything i'm the one who's more likely to say oh this thing that's been in the fridge for three months will be fine <laughs> and he'll go um no it won't yeah fair so enough. that's good yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, Jack. Any questions? So yeah, next question. Um, a would you rather question. Ooh. Fun one. Uh, we'll put back these. Would you rather be permanently itchy or not? I would rather not be permanently oh, yeah. itchy. Yes. Yeah, same, yeah. <laughs> what are you, that... <laughs> you like being itchy? I probably not. But it does like feel nice when you itch like, and you like scratch an mm. itch. So. Yeah, tricky one that. But um, moving on, Fran, <laughs> uh, what is your most exciting experience ever? Mm. Right. Well, uh, I, the thing that sprung to mind was um, the other sort of dancing that I used to do, which I don't do now because the teams um, stopped performing, mm. is I did Morris dancing. Oh, cool. And um, just over 20 years ago, we went to China to perform with the Morris dance team because Chesterfield was twinned with Yangchuan, which is a city in China. Wow. Um, but Yangchuan's a lot bigger than Chesterfield. And mm. <laughs> one of the performances we did was an outdoor stage performance and the audience was 10,000 people. Wow. wow. So there were people, there were hanging up on the buildings that got looking out of the windows it was just so many people all over the place and we were doing morris dancing and i'd only been doing it for a few months wow so it wasn't even that good at it so um but anyway it was an amazing experience that amazing yeah yeah nice one um before we close is there anything you'd like to add on any uh, particular topic or anything you'd like to tell people about your talk on that you're doing on sunday uh, no, uh, come along and, and uh, hear it, and uh, hopefully the idea is that it's hopefully will be entertaining and interesting, if nothing else. Um, and, yeah, if you know any children who might enjoy watching Sunday's School, then um, have a look at Oaks online and uh, on the website and have a look at the links to it. And we do really value your feedback, so if you think there's ways we can improve it, uh, then yeah we'd like to hear your uh, 
constructive criticism. That would be good. <laughs> nice one. Well, thank Fran, you. thank you very That's much true. for mm. coming on the show. Thank you. Much appreciated. For having me. Mm. Thank you. Yes. yes. What a great interview with That was fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that, of course, Fran Firma is doing her talk about alcohol and more in the Bible. So please do come along to church on Sunday. And if you do miss it, it'll be available right here yes. on YouTube for watching. So, yeah, sadly. Unfortunately, that is the finish of this episode. Speaking of uh, finish, Josh, let's talk finish. Yay! Kitos! Cazzo minesta! Nakami! Nothing! <laughs> okay. And the other one is... Nothing! <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And the other one. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. And the other one is nothing's ever gonna. <laughs> no, it's alright. We've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, right. This is it. I'm just gonna imagine that everyone will die if I do it wrong. And the other one is nothing's ever gonna bring me down, for I am the best around.
stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working